1: Everybody, it's Kirk Henderson and Josh Bow coming to you just after the end of the third Ma- uh, Dallas Mavericks Los Angeles Clippers playoff game. The Mavericks fell despite a couple of attempts at a late rally, one thirty to one twenty-two. I'll just kick it to Josh immediately. Josh, um, let's just get to the story of the game.
2: Yeah, uh, Luca, Luca got hurt, and Luca didn't look good before that, and. It's, it's a shame because as someone pointed out in my mentions, this is the third straight game. The Mavericks have played without KP one of KP or Luca for the fourth quarter, which is like absolutely bizarre to think about, but um, it was tough. Uh, I noticed early in the game, Luca did not look like Luca uh, in the first half. Um, He was missing shots near the rim. He normally makes he was making really sloppy passes to the corner, which are normally like, that's his thing, really crisp, tight passes to the corner. Um, he was making weird decisions at the basket, whether it was not shooting, missing, you know, making a pass. Um, he had Zubak on him twice in an isolation setting and both times settled for a three without really doing too much with the ball. Um, so f- f- right off the bat in the first quarter, second quarter, something seemed off. Uh, I noticed he tweaked his ankle, I think once, maybe even twice in this, in that first half, nothing like serious. He just, you know, that's Luca. He gets, <laughs> he gets bagged up he, like, every single game. So, uh, that's just kind of his deal, but it was enough to where I was like, man, you know, it kind of happened in games one and two also where he kind of was tweaking that ankle or, or messing with it. I was like, eventually, like just structurally, it's it's gonna give out, of it. like, and that's that's what happened. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it it's a shame because I think the Mavericks are down two one, but they haven't lost a game by you know, they haven't lost a game by twenty plus. They haven't looked outclassed in any of these games. Uh, they are just up against it, man, with a shorthanded roster. Their stars have been one of their. Top two players just gets kicked out of a game for tiki-tack technical foul. Their other franchise player sprains an ankle. It's it's tough. I'm not mad because I think the Mavericks played hard and I think they responded well to the Clippers' challenge. Generally, broadly, but there's only so much you could do. Like there's only so much you can do to overcome all the bad stuff that happened to them in this game. It was it was almost insurmountable. So I'm I'm honestly pretty okay with them only losing this game by eight points like that's that there's no moral victories in the playoffs but that says something i think
1: yeah yeah and not enough is going to get talked about how bad luca looked before anything happened. that little kerfuffle the kerfuffle with mantras harrell was at first we were pretty excited about it but and i am i'm excited that the mavericks are getting a little feisty but he looked off even before that his touch was gone like That's the first time I've seen Luca take a punch and not punch back in a way that was actually all that, you know, effective. He had, he had a, I don't want to call it an empty stats triple-double, but it's one of those triple-doubles where I'm, it it just, it wasn't super effective. Now, I will say the Clippers were doing some different stuff on him. Kawhi Leonard was a lot, was doing a lot more freelancing. And when, you know, who was, somebody said that Luca's seeing ghosts out there, which, When Kawhi, like Kawhi learns a pretty big freaking ghost uh, to be hunting (laughs) around, you know, there were, there were, there was one, you know, attempted pass the corner where I thought Lucas should have, should have thought shot uh, like a, you know, one of his over the top layups. uh, And, and instead he tried to pass to Seth in the corner and Kawhi just, just takes it out of the air. So there's, you know, the Clippers are, and this is, this was the first game where I've really thought that this was what we had expected of the Clippers in the sense of a lot of swarming defense. So like when you put, you know, Luca being just slightly off or around with their ramped up intensity, it was really, it was really a disaster in the making. And I don't, I'm not sure what else to really say about that. This looks like,
2: yeah, this looked like a Clippers team that watched film of games one and two and was like, okay, we, this can't keep, keep happening. Like, yeah, it looked like Doc Rivers and the coaching staff was like, we are not going to lose this series because we're getting burned by Reggie Jackson and Lou Williams and Landry Schammett. Uh mm-hmm. Like it was a remarkably different level of intensity and tactics. Like as I wrote about earlier, the Mavericks were killing the Clippers in the first two games because they were hunting the weak links. I don't remember far too often Lou Williams or Reggie Jackson or Shamit. Uh, or Jermichael Green, or any of those kind of those guys being left uh, alone against Trey Burke, Seth Curry, or Luca. Like, yeah, the Clippers made sure those guy those bad defenders were on Maxi, Dorian, Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, you know, Delon Wright. Uh, like they, it was, it was it was a, it was a, it was a big difference. Uh, they made sure that their bad defenders were on the guys that aren't going to hurt you uh, with the ball in their hands and they made sure it seemed it felt like Paul George or Kawhi Leonard was on uh on the ball on on Burke on Luca on uh on Seth and they just seemed way more into it and just looked like a team like I said they just look like a team they didn't want to lose because of the three or four bad defenders they have on the roster like they're like no we're not we're not going down that way and uh yeah, they gave, they gave they took the Mavericks way more seriously this game. I
1: and there's also something to be said about the fact that a lot more of their guys were just making shots. I mean, yeah. I read something in our playoff preview about the fact that most of the guys were shooting north at 35% from three. And then you get a night, like tonight, with Reggie Jackson two for four. The one Jermichael Green shot was one of one. You know, Marcus Morris was four of five. Like, there was there was some really impressive work from the Clippers in that end. And, you know, you pair that with just... just Poor enough Maverick execution. That's like the, the thing that, that really stood out to me. I mean, Luca was getting cooked. Um, Porzingis has looked out of sorts defensively this entire time. I don't know what it is. He, it, it it's, I mean, he, it's, it's been the entire time in the bubble, not like the entire time versus the Clippers. Uh, it, some of his choices, he gets stuck in no man's land a lot. And I, I don't know what he's supposed to do, but I just know that a guy that's this good of a rim protector is not protecting the rim very good, uh, very well. Excuse me. Um, he looked
2: and, a steps He looked like one step slow getting to mm-hmm. the rotation at the rim all night.
1: Right, right. So we, you know, you pair. He did have an outstanding offensive game. Oh right? yeah, he uh, he 30,
2: thirty-four points. He hit
1: one bomb from from like near half court again. And it's just like when this guy's skill game is going, he's he's pretty, pretty preposterous. I really like his offensive game was a lot more fun to watch him and Luke had some pretty good connections. I mean, that's that, you know, he even tries some nice passes that it's just this is this is why we didn't want to play the Clippers in no small part. And and I think, you know, we'll circle back to Luke's injury in the end, because I think we'll be able to see some reporting in real time kind of about what they think and might know. But at a certain point, and now is that time, we're going to have to talk about the Mavericks role players not playing up to par. Uh, they were going to have to play outstanding to really make a difference in the series. And in game two, it was the guys off the bench. So your Trey Burks, who were playing really well, and Seth Curry as well. But the Mavericks starters role players, so your, your Maxi Kleba, your Tim Hardaway Jr., and your Dory Finney-Smith are just not... I don't know
2: five of 19 uh, he, from three that that trio combined
1: and you just Can I, can't have it I mean Maxi is one of 11 in the playoffs and if yeah. you add that if you add that to his time in the bubble he is where is it here he is 13 of 44 um, yeah for the entire yeah. time they've been in Orlando so like those eight games and such and this is a guy who shot close to 40 percent on the season and you know that this is the sort of thing that you that we were concerned about because it's you know he's a mag, it was an outlier year to the beginning and you know it just he's not really been able to find that stroke. You pair that yep. with Dorian Finney or Dorian Finney Smith, who was also uh pretty pretty good coming in um you know from the year he was shooting like thirty eight percent from the floor. And I think let me find his. He was fifteen of thirty eight, and so far uh, tonight he hit. Uh, what did he hit here? One of five.
2: One of five from three for one Dorian of, tonight. One of five
1: plus. He was four of 12, so that's five of 17, which is not terrible. That's been pretty good for the playoff. Like, he's been pretty good. Um, but it's pretty good against a team that's this talented and the Clippers just isn't going to cut it. And that, like, they they've not – they've really – I don't know. A little bit better game from Porzingis, or not Porzingis from Luca. You know,
2: the Mavericks are right
1: there. They're, this is just one of these games where the little things didn't add up well enough to a victory. You know.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think all we're saying, if we get games one and two, Luca, I think they win, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, I think they got just enough. They got Burke and Curry were both good again off the bench. Porzingis had an awesome night. Hardaway Jr. was not good. But he he showed at least a little something offensively. He found it.
1: He found it once the game was over. I, I hate <laughs> yeah. for that to admit. I mean, he was bad for a yeah. good chunk of the game, and I don't. We we just got it. There there were missed layups. There were just times where he was really out of sorts. Yeah. I mean, the the Clippers really forced him, but I mean, he started the game pretty rough, and for a volume guy, he just you know his stat line looks great because he had a ton of points late. And he ended up shooting close to fifty percent. Uh, you know, four of ten from three, but at one point he was like one of five. So, you know, it's yeah. like those sorts of things just really. They if you're not going to play defense and then you're not hitting early enough on offense, it's like this is just not. It's not enough. I mean, it's still good. It's just tough.
2: Yeah, and for me, it. it, it Kirk, am I vindicated for my for my game one Maxi post?
1: So it's funny you posted that. And I got like three DMs from people being like, "Is he serious with this crap?" And I'm like, a little calm A, a little calm B. I mean, the real thing. The real thing is that Maxi Kleba cannot guard Kawhi Leonard, and that is not that's not Maxi's fault.
2: No, he played. He gave a. I mean, all three games he is he has been contesting as well as anyone on this roster. Better, better than anyone on this roster could contest. Yeah, uh, Kawhi, but Kawhi's. I said it in our playoff preview podcast. I said it in our written preview, he is these last two playoffs. He is like he is freaking Michael Jordan 2.0, and I know that sounds crazy but it is like he is automatic in one-on-one situations right now no matter who's guarding him
1: yeah and the mavericks don't have you can't really send a double at him because even though he's not a great passer in those situations the way they keep getting these isolations Uh, On the Mavericks is there was just nothing to be done because it was isolated to one side of the floor, and you know he might not be a great passer, but I promise you, if there's you know one wide open guy on the other side, he's going to find it. I mean, there were a couple of passes uh, plays there where um, he was on the left wing, it's the second half, and takes essentially a power dribble towards the middle, and Seth Curry leaves his guy just enough, and it was Landry Shamit, and they found it, and 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 he found him twice. If if, yeah. if memory serves, and it's like those sorts of things are really hard to stop. Yeah, it,
2: quiet eight assists, which is it, a lot it, for him.
1: It, it was, and he's because he's really not. He's not a great playmaker. Um, he sees things a little slowly, and that's not that's just not ever been a part of his game. And he's getting better at it as he gets, gets older. I yeah. So the uh,
2: yeah, I, I don't know what if, you do about him. Yeah, I don't, and I, it's that's why it's like. So do you do you bring Maxi off the bench and start Seth? And maybe you do the James Harden thing where the Mavericks just as soon as the ball crosses half court, you send two people uh, at Kawhi and then you hope for the best and you ride your historic offense on the other end. And yeah, I'm being a little tongue in cheek because obviously like Maxi has contributed in other areas besides the scoring. But if he keep like, well, you, he, but the, he can't keep shooting like like he's yes. going to get Tony Allen's treatment before the season's over. I, mean, I think he is
1: over. at this yeah. point, they're not really guarding him. No. and and that's exactly right because if this has been this has been the discussion point which I think a lot of people don't entirely understand if the mavericks go from being the number 1 offense in the league to the number 5 offense in the league and they go their defense goes from 17th to 15th they lose a heck of a lot more games
2: yep they do i i don't know this is tough <laughs> so that's, this is... that's a tough call though yeah you're right
3: and well, i didn't well, like
2: uh and then when you start, you know, I don't know. I feel like with Maxi off the bench, you just get a little bit more balance in terms of, I really did not like the Maxi Boban lineups tonight. That was kind of weird. That uh, felt Mavericks, like
1: trying to steal minutes in yeah. certain situations. And there's just nobody left. There's yeah, nobody I, left to play.
2: I think the Mavericks played a lot of minutes tonight with two bigs on the floor and granted Maxi and Kleba are not, you know, they are both, Spacing bigs, but if Maxi's not shooting, you know, then he's not a space. <laughs> Maxi's not a spacing big anymore. If if teams aren't treating him like like a stretch stretch big, you know, so right, uh, it's that's tough. uh He was vis- vis- he missed. I think his last three, he missed. Like he visibly put his like hands in the air and tilted his head back. And I feel for him because uh, he's obviously like he is busting his ass on defense and he's not getting the results. And I was almost wondering if Rick was going to make the change in the second half, but I think, I think Rick realizes that Maxie's headspace is probably not great. And he needs, like, even if Maxie isn't going to start, he needs, the Mavericks need good Maxie, even if he's coming off the bench. So I wonder if Rick is just like trying to let him work his way, l- let him work it out on the, on the floor. Cause maybe if he benches him, that fucks with his head a little bit more. I don't right. know. That's that, that stuff is me, me on the couch, uh, yeah. armchair psychologist, but it it was tough. It was tough to see the spacing the Mavericks just didn't have because like I said, like I knew I kinda knew it. Like the Clippers were like, Man, like isn't that the like wouldn't that what you do too? Like, I'm gonna let Maxi, I'm gonna let Dorian Finney Smith, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let these guys shoot as many, like I'm gonna let them shoot threes and I'm gonna do everything I can to not let KP and Luca dominate us. And they yeah. they managed to get to Luka. They didn't get to KP, so Yeah. I let those guys shoot like every time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, that was, this was always kind of the, the game plan and and in the regular season, a lot of the time these guys had shots and again, you know, I'm, I'm not taking too much away from the game other than the Clippers did the thing that they were supposed to do. And the Mavericks kind of, you know, hurt themselves just enough to where it, it, ends up being a little bit of a frustrating loss i mean the game was not an eight point game the mavericks kind of kept putting the pressure on things but you know the mavericks have to find a few answers defensively they gave up you know in the second and third quarters they gave up almost 80 points um (laughs) you, you can't do that guys like it's it's just not a thing um I do want to circle back around to the ankle. Uh, there's some interesting quotes kind of coming out. We'll probably hear more about it later. Which ankle was it? I thought it was the left. right ankle. Okay, nope, it was
2: the left. It was left.
1: What am I? am looking at the right ankle. Oh no, this must have been from. Sorry, somebody posted something from earlier. He he's hurt him. <laughs> he's hurt himself. It's interesting. He's apparently hurt himself using in the same pair of Jordans. Like that's been a thing where he's he uh, where oh, he hurt no. his right ankle earlier this year. That's pretty interesting um it is the left ankle which is that's his plant ankle for a lot of his uh hesitation stuff so we'll see i mean it, hopefully he'll be good enough to play i'm i, I suspect he will just because he's that kind of guy and honestly it's not like speeds this game anyways uh yeah. everybody's saying we'll know more tomorrow i will say like i just are you do gonna get not, to do it yes do not <laughs> be do not be the twitter doctor It's so easy to just not say anything about it. It's so easy because I can promise you that the people involved in the situation know more than you do. I I can just promise that is all I'm going to say. We had a lot of Twitter doctors out there, including (laughs) some of our friends, including Mm -hmm. some of our colleagues on the site who we argued with. It's it is what it is. I. I have I have done stuff to my body. I am not a professional athlete, but sometimes as a person, you want to get out and just see how it feels. And I was shocked he came back in personally. I was
2: I mean, yeah, that
1: well, thing was I funky.
2: Was, yeah, I thought it was gonna be bad enough to where he couldn't like they had no like no choice. Like he wasn't I didn't think he was gonna be able to put enough pressure on it to to jog back out onto the floor. So when I saw him like walking and like when he put pressure on it and he got back on the floor and he was running, that's when I was like, okay, it's not, obviously it's not good, but it is not the high ankle sprain Gordon Hayward out four weeks going to be on crutches. Like I I, I felt a little bit better. It must, because ankles are ankles are so weird because all ankle sprains look terrible. Yes. And the, it's a grab bag in terms of what the actual severity of it is. So.
1: So, this is just a stupid story to show how clumsy I am. I got out of a workout the other day and I went to 7-Eleven. So I was going to bring my wife something home. She asked me and I wasn't looking when I got out of the car and I stepped in a pothole and sprained my ankle um, <laughs> just like immediately. And like, I fell over like that. It was that. Oh No, it was one of those. Like I was just so, cause sometimes, you know, you're like walking, and it's just, you can catch yourself. I was just so <laughs> unprepared. I fell on the ground and it's it's you know ankles are just ficky finicky fickle things I mean I remember Dirk having problems with his all the time Seth Curry did yep. too this is 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 just going to be something I think with the way Luca plays which is this kind of floor bound hitch stop start type stuff he's going to have to figure out a way to strengthen these tendons in a way that will prevent this or at least protect himself a little bit from this because this is this is the third or fourth ankle sprain in a way that affected his game. And that stinks because he relies on it a lot. And so, you know, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think he'll figure it out. Cause remember that was Dirk early in his career. And when Dirk got real serious about treating his body uh, that kind of just went away. <laughs> so I, I think, I think, I think he'll get a, I think that'll be something he solves with just time and maturity in the league yeah. and, and that kind of stuff. I'm not, not too worried but man it is a it is a bummer like i'm just looking over this box score again and it's like if they just got game one game two luca it's just so crazy to think how close they are to being up three nothing like Mm -hmm. uh that's not a crazy it's not a crazy thing to say i don't think so no and that says a lot about the team still like as much as we're disappointed with the role players kind of acting up tonight and, you know, the shots that they didn't make and and all that stuff. Like they're, they're showing me a lot. Uh, I don't know how much that matters, how much that means, but they're, they're showing me a lot. So the last
1: thing I think we should finish on is that in the sense that I liked the intent of how feisty the Mavericks were to start the game. Yep. Uh, the, the Clippers as the better team should do broke their spirit to a certain extent <laughs> by just beating the crap out of them, uh, and by continuously pushing them down. But the Mavericks did not give up. Uh, no. I think that is, is something to, to be, you know, like the nuggets today. I don't know if anybody watched that nuggets game. The nuggets gave up. It was a horrifying loss. If I was a nuggets fan, I would be inconsolable. But the yep. Mavericks came out tonight and took the Clippers' best punches for a pretty good portion of the game and hung around tight. I like it that Luke is getting feisty with these guys. I was a little disappointed that he seemed, you know, sort of shook from the free throw line, but I don't want to play head doctor or body doctor in the sense of who knows why some of those things were happening. I like the KP was getting into it with Marcus Morris. They need to be a little more mean. And, yeah. and it was fun. That part, I I really, I, I got a kick out of, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do on Sunday. Cause look guys, we still have at least two more games to play.
2: Yeah. It's so. going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I think when we all wanted this team to get like, this is what we wanted. We wanted that playoff experience. We wanted to see them in the muck, uh, mixing it up, seeing what it's like to play against teams that are giving you their best shot uh, almost just about every possession which a lot of these guys on this roster, you know, aside from Luca in his European playoff games, they don't they don't really know, you know. So, uh, like the fact that Kristaps is playing the way he's playing, and he this is his first go around with NBA playoff basketball is tremendous. Like he's he's elevated to the moment in a way that you know we all probably might have had a question or two about how he would respond, and he's responded. He's responded so well. Uh, and that's been great. And like you said, yeah, that Denver game. Oh man. Like, and the Mavericks had enough crappy things go their way, uh, or not go their way in this game that really I don't think any of us would have been shocked if this was like a 130 to 91 or 130 to 102 loss. We would have been like well, Luca got hurt, uh, they couldn't recover, yada yada. The Clippers played like the best team better team, but they, they didn't. And and uh, I don't know. That's just I can't get too down about it because at least we know a Rick Carlisle coach team is they're gonna they're gonna give it they're gonna give it what they can.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean in that in that sense I still had a, a pretty good time despite how frustrating parts of it was, but uh, hey. Yeah, you know, we'll see what we'll see how
2: things go. Um, and I'm sorry for ruining it with my tweet earlier today. I totally ruined this game.
1: Nah, no, I finally no. got happy, Kirk. And it, hey, it me. we are a lot, and you know, but we still had. this has been fun. This is all yeah. supposed to be fun, and I don't feel like there's not like a gut punch sense to that loss like there were in some of the bubble games. It's just like, ah, what are you doing, guys? Like that was right. just you know, the one team lost to the slightly better team. That's gonna happen. Yep, um, Agreed. all right. Do you have any other hot takes to fire off? Because uh, the Mavs are going to win the championship if they win this (laughs) game tonight was a flaming hot take. I loved it. Uh,
2: But can you kind of – this is kind of what I meant, though. This was going to be the hardest game they played of of the entire season, and it was. So that's kind of – that was my logic. But no – I think I'm going to let the hot take cannon uh, cool off and see what happens in game four, because Lord knows if I fire it off again, Chris Stops is going to have knee soreness before game four or something crazy. Sure. So sure. I'm, I'm done. I'm retiring until, until game four.
1: Super. Okay guys, this has been Kirk and Josh with the uh, Mavs money ball after dark or whatever the name of our podcast is. Please like, and subscribe. We've been getting a lot of listeners and stuff. We enjoy it. We want to hear feedback tell us what we can do better we're trying to keep these you know brief when it calls for it in this case we've been on here i don't know 25 minutes that feels about right uh all right we will see you guys probably sunday night